0: All right, should we get started?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. So my first question for you is Professor Bellinger, which part of your career do you enjoy the most?
1: So um, I assume you're talking to me as a professor. Professor, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, What part do I enjoy most? Um, I really like teaching. I love that classroom interaction and like um you're probably sick of all your professors saying it, but we love like being in person with you guys mm-hmm. um and so yeah i I love that, but you know we've I feel like we've made it work as as uh, you know pretty well considering we're doing zoom but um but I definitely miss that in person interaction so that's that's one of my favorite parts and then um in in some of my classes in a lot of my classes, actually we do service learning which is where uh, we actually spend some of the time, like, you know, instead of meeting in our regular classroom, um, and this is, again, if we weren't in a pandemic, mm-hmm. but in, instead of meeting in our regular classroom, we'd go out to, um, in my case, you know, in our case, local elementary schools, um, and we'd teach uh, PE to kids there uh, to kind of apply what we're learning in the classroom. Oh. And that actually happens like during class time. So, um, you know, so instead of meeting in the classroom, so it's, it's really cool. Cause it's, um, it's fun to work with kids, but then it's fun to it's fun to see the students like, you know, the, the stuff that they're reading in the textbook. Yeah. Come to life, you know,
0: and it's like a very good hands on experience to work with the kids.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, the, and then the kids love us being there, too. So it, it works out well for everybody.
0: Nice. Cool. All right. My next question for you is what was your previous work in any field before becoming a professor?
1: Sure. So um, I taught adaptive physical education, which is a service of special ed uh, for 11 years. And um, so what that meant was just like kids might receive speech services or you know special ed instruction um, because they have those needs, they, they also might have motor needs. Mm-hmm. And so I would work with kids that you know had motor needs and and uh, teach them various motor skills like throwing and catching and running and kicking and you know all of that stuff um, but also work for their inclusion in general ed classes so you know we collaborate with general ed teachers and um, and general ed students too like the, the peers of these students and say like hey this is how you can work with this this kiddo with intellectual disability and this is you know uh you Mm -hmm. guys actually have a lot in common these are kind of some of the things he likes etc so um so yeah so i did that for 11 years and that's that's um if you're like you know what what is it like being a professor like most people actually take a path of um working in the field for like three years or four years or so and then earning their phd but like my my path was very different Mm. got
0: it nice um is adapted physical education the same is kind of similar to like occupational therapy or are they two different things
1: yeah they're different things but but I worked a lot with uh with OTs in the school district so like um yeah are you thinking about OT
0: yeah I'm thinking about becoming occupational therapist
1: okay so yeah so um uh occupational therapists or OTs can work in a number of different settings and um, you know, sometimes it's hospital settings, other times it's like like rehab facilities, um, uh, and and sometimes they work in the schools too. And so, at, in the schools, their job was to um, I'm working on like really education related needs of the child, so mm-hmm. like physical education, like um, you know the standards that state standards for physical education and teaching them yeah. physical education related skills. The OTs um, did two different things depending on the needs of the kids, but but um, they're kind of the experts of fine motor occupations, which is where that comes from. So like if you think of what are the occupations of school, well, you're you're writing, um, you're you know in elementary school like you're cutting paper. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those fine motor tasks that you have to do, and so some kids have delays, um, you know, like the the signal gets a little distorted coming from the brain down to um, you know, down to the hands mm-hmm. so um so they're working with kids on fine motor you know control et cetera um and then they're also working with um kids with sensory needs, and so uh you and I can accommodate like our senses accommodate and they get very used to the input that they're getting, and they get they're really good at like you know our um we're we 're good at tuning out the information we don't need um yeah, but you know some kids have trouble regulating their senses and so you know they they hear that that clock ticking 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 you know mm-hmm. and it's hard for them to like turn that off and so some kids have these certain sensory needs other kids have like this need for like um uh it's almost like their body feels kind of lost in space so they it's it's called proprioception but they need mm-hmm. to know where their body is in space and so sometimes they um you know, an OT might work with them or get them special equipment, like um, like a weighted, like a a weighted vest or a weighted blanket yeah. or something, which provides that pressure. Are you you sound like you're a little bit familiar with that? Do you um, is your do you have a little experience to look, like like uh,
0: no, but um, I don't have experience yet, but I've been like researching, okay. um, like what occupational therapists do. So I've been just looking at um different types of um places places of work so okay maybe like in a classroom or in a clinic so things like that i've been looking at
1: cool yeah it, it's it's really fascinating and so i i would be in meetings for these like individual meetings for these uh each of the kids that i served and you know many of them also had an ot that worked with them so the ot would be at the meetings and so i just learned a ton from them about sensory processing you know which is um what we were just talking about yeah um and I remember hearing a little bit about it in school, but, like, thinking, like, it just sounded kind of, um, I don't know, like, new agey or, like, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, even like, now it still like seems like. Like, pseudoscience, kind of. Yeah.
1: And, um, But, you know, like, after I saw how, how it worked with kids and how it really, like, settled them and made them ready for, you know, the instructional task, whether it's, you know, catching a ball with me or, you know, writing their letters in, you know, in the classroom, like, like it, it really does, you know, There's yeah. definitely science to back it up. Yeah. And, yeah. and we do, we do these things too. This would be like kind of interesting, I think. So we all have these kind of like, um, things that we do to kind of settle ourselves. So for instance, like when I'm like typing, um, I drive my family crazy. Sometimes I, like I'm my desk now that I'm working from is upstairs in our house yeah and you know i'll hear from my daughter downstairs who's trying to work like hey knock off your leg tapping so you know i'm like tapping yeah my, or, yeah just kind of bouncing my leg up and down yeah yeah it's and like so a that habit is, yeah exactly it's a habit but it's also sensory regulation like it's um you're kind of like meeting that need that you have to move a little bit and to um because you're and it helps you focus right yeah and, and it'd be a little harder to focus if you weren't able to do that. So. Yeah,
0: like fidgeting or, you know, like playing playing with my pencil while I'm working or like exactly. taking, taking a test, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it helps me. All right. All right. My next question for you is, what was the hardest part of your career path?
1: Hmm it's probably right now um because i'm i'm in school like working on my phd i'm i'm full time at apu but i'm also working mm-hmm. on my phd and so um and because i didn't take that typical path toward higher ed uh i, I believe it's like you know god god designed that path for me and yeah. you know, i wouldn't have made any changes um but you know being a dad of 5 uh, like a husband wow. and a dad of or sorry <laughs> My wife's in the other room going, what? <laughs> she's like, do you, have, do you have one I don't know about? Um, uh, <laughs> no, she, she's like a mom of five because that includes me. And then, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, uh, and then we have four kids. So um, yeah, ages nine through 17. So that keeps me wow. busy. And then, yeah, just teaching and trying to figure out teaching during a pandemic and then being a student, like that's really hard. Um, but again, I, I, you know, I think it's part of God's plan, so. Yeah, uh, you got your hands full. Definitely, definitely.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, uh, my mom. She is a. I um, she helps special ed kids um, at el- at my elementary school, so okay. she's a teacher's assistant for special education students. So, Excellent. yeah, so she's been working there. For a little bit and whenever she yeah going back to like the fidgeting stuff she always gets mad at me like
1: oh what are you doing in your room
0: it's too loud
1: right yeah oh. well yeah re- related to you know the students that she works with and um and it's normal i think we just have these you know we just have different we have these needs to different degrees and so you know a lot mm-hmm. of the kids that she works with have these like probably more um higher higher levels of those yeah terms, you know than we do but we still have them so yeah yeah i was gonna say that's a good job like to like if, if you um you know especially to prepare you like if you end up working with kids with disabilities as an ot um, mm-hmm. is like a, a special education aid like during you know during grad school mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times grad school classes are during the evening and so like you could you know during the day you could um work and work in a school um with you know yeah with kids kids with disabilities and um you know, and probably even get to see OTs work with them and a little bit about that. But yeah, it's an yeah. option at least.
0: Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at different kinds of options for me in the future. <laughs> All right. The next question. I have two more questions. Okay. All right. Um, the second last question is, did you face any obstacles that you had to overcome while pursuing your career as being a professor?
1: Um, yeah, I'd say, uh, again, this is unique to me. Like it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. everyone's story, but, um, like it's very rare that you would get a full-time like professor position with, with only your master's degree. And so that's, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And again, I, I definitely saw God's hand in that, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I work with professors at like all of the state schools, like the CSUs, um, uh, who who are in my position, who coordinate adapted PE programs mm-hmm. um, that train teachers to do what I used to do. You know, and um, so they all have okay. their PhDs, and you know, just kind of kind of breaking into that world and kind of proving, um, I don't know, proving my worth and proving that I kind of belong, even though yeah. I don't have the same uh, the same training as they do. So. Um, you know, what I, what I did have that they didn't have was a lot of, like, practical experience because, yeah. again, I worked, for, you know, did that for 11 years. But, um, but yeah, that was just kind of hard not knowing if I was accepted or, or um, you know, or respected, I guess. Yeah. I, it's gotten better over the years, but mm-hmm. this, is my, this is my fifth year in higher ed.
0: Wow. Yeah, because usually I would see, like, most of my professors would have a PhD at the end of their name. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so in order to become a professor, you need to have a doctorate degree. But now I know yeah, that's so not always the case.
1: It's not always the case. It's it's really rare, though. And um, I would say even at APU, like they would have preferred that I had the PhD. But, you know, at a place like APU, they're looking for, um, can you, you know, do you have the, the expertise? Um, but they're also looking for that faith fit, like, you know, so to find someone that, you know knows specifically for in my case adaptive pe but is also a good fit as far as you know uh being a believer and um mm-hmm. you know that was kind of harder to find so i think that was probably in my favor but in, a, in yeah. a lot of like you know state schools like yeah to to be a full-time professor like i don't think you could just have your master's degree um but you you can at a junior college so like um we have a lot of people in our gra- uh, graduate physical education programs that that I also teach in a little bit at APU. Um, and mm. they are like, I would say our typical student there is like someone that um, is an assistant coach right now at a junior college and they want to coach full time. Um, but they need, mm. you know, the junior college requires a master's degree or higher. yeah, And so so they're working on their master's degree to be able to kind of like move over to that head coaching position. And then the reason they, they require the master's degree is so that you can teach um teach classes in that field in your off season. So
0: I see. Dang. It's a lot of school.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you do uh athletics growing up? Uh I did. I did
0: um a couple years of T ball and then uh minor league baseball. And then okay. I also did uh swimming and water polo. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so I did a little land and a little water. So
1: yeah definitely.
0: I want it to be well rounded um uh, right. My last question for you is how has being involved in fitness helped your mental state of
1: mind mm. yeah, that's a good question um i uh for me personally uh i dealt I've dealt with depression like most of my adult life, so um, off and on. And, uh, like last week in particular, like it had been a while since I had been feeling depressed and, and I take medication regularly for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, there's obviously like, I, I feel better, um, you know, not just, not just physically, not mm-hmm. just, you know, in all my other systems, the, all, the, all my other body, body systems, but, uh, you know, mood wise too. Like it just, um, my mood does better when I'm active regularly. And so, uh, these last couple of weeks I've just been like so busy with work that um, mm-hmm. so I kind of let that slip. And then um, I'm, I'm sure it's not a direct cause. Like there's other things going on too that are stressors, yeah. but, but last, last week especially, I just felt, you know, extremely um, yeah, extremely down emotionally. So, um, so that's, you know, one of the biggest benefits and then um, uh, yeah, I think just, you know, all, like all the other benefits that you hear of is just like alertness yeah. and um, and focus and, um, you know, and then of course all the health related benefits as well, but I think, yeah. um, the ones that, you know, that I look to the mm-hmm. most right now are, are just, yeah, focus and, and keeping my mood, um, keeping my mood up and yeah. Yeah. And then just the just same for me.
0: Around. Yeah. Cause, uh, like when I was in high school, um, I had like, I had to go through a therapist, and mm-hmm. a psychologist. I um, take medications too. But I'm still taking those medications. But um, I'm not relying on them like I used to. You gotcha. know what I mean? Um, like, I rely on either going outside for a little bit or finishing up um, assignments, like, to boost my mood so I feel better. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's great. I, I was just... Uh i guess it was just yesterday i was talking in one of my classes just about um you know the textbook we were reading was talking about how like even just like 15 minute bouts of exercise you know like compiled it can mm-hmm. have the same effect as just you know like an hour straight and so
0: like a full yeah
1: um and so i think yeah it's good to remember too you know just while you're in school too because like it's like a, the idea of like trying to find an hour to go work out like that can be intimidating but it's um
0: you know, oh, yeah. For,
1: for, for me right now, it's like, well, I can I can afford 15 minutes to like walk around the block really quick, you know, and um, and then, you know, then I can do that a few other times during the day. So. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially being online, like being in front of a screen, yeah. half of your half of your day and just going outside is like really relieving
1: for sure. For sure all
0: right i think that's it thank you so much for joining me
1: yeah stay in touch man um yeah i really enjoyed talking with you and yeah and hearing some of your story too but i can't imagine having to start school you know at a time like this but yeah. um i just get the i you're uh pretty well adjusted overall but I'm, I'm sure it's still difficult yeah
0: i'm trying to get used to it
1: all right